Oh, in the lead up to round one, it's very appropriate to, to have that music. Um, it also heralds the arrival of one Rick Milne, Mr. Antiques and Collectibles, who uh, joins us every week to talk about antiques that he has found in his collection, but also antiques you have that may be worth a pretty penny. Rick is always helping to unite uh, people with uh, things that they're looking for. Good morning, Rick. Yes, good morning, Tony. Rick, um, what are you on the hunt for this week before we get to a genuinely fascinating what's, uh, well, we've got a what's on, but you've also got some terrific finds this week. But first, you're searching things on behalf of people who would like to add to their collections. I have. I've got people looking for either radio or TV fan cards or badges, anything at all relating to the earlier days of TV uh, and radio of all, from all times, including late, later. I've got people looking for both of those clients. Uh, so if anybody has anything in that, in, that, in, that, in that line, let us know, and we'll give out a number shortly. Also, somebody's looking for Battle of the Sounds, which was a thing done by Hoadley's, and uh, they had pop groups all over Australia uh, in each state got together and did a kind of a battle of the sounds and uh, the winner from each state got a, a recording contract thanks to Hoadley's, which was a, a sweets company of the day. So if anybody knows anything about the battle of sounds, I've got somebody desperate to find out about that. Race books, always looking for race books of all kinds, comics of all kinds, and finally, items that relate to South Melbourne, Fitzroy. And if anybody has anything to do with the university, I'd love to hear from you because there are a lot of people looking for university and they will pay handsomely. They were only in the comp for about 12 years and uh, they were amateurs and they were in just before the war. This happened from about 1908 to about 1920 and they had some some wins, but they were only in for a limited time. So who has anything to do with any of those three clubs? particularly the South Melbourne end rather than the Swans and um, Fitzroy rather than the uh, the Brisbane Lions. So if anybody, any of those three would love to hear from you, we've got customers looking for those. We'll give it a number shortly. You'd have to say a global war uh, is a nightmare for any list manager at any football club. That's true. Mm. That is anyway. absolutely true. So uh, it's perhaps no wonder that uh, university suffered. But they are they endure, don't they, Rick, as possibly the most collectible football club in VFL, uh, AFL history? Clearly, nobody has. Uh, 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 I had uh, nobody, the, the AFL certainly hasn't, and I haven't seen a membership card from university, although somebody did contact me once and say that he knew the widow of somebody who was involved in the earlier days, and they had nine. Oh. But uh, I, I don't know who that person is or where. So anybody who has any of those, they're worth four figures each for sure. All right. Absolutely so, Rick, if, if you have anything that you've mentioned, um, you'll give your phone number out in a moment. Yes. And the idea is that people call you after 10 o'clock today. Rick, you've, yes. got, you've got four wonderful items. Let's save the best till last, and you know what I mean by that. Of course, yes. Let's talk reinforced concrete pipes wouldn't strike most people as uh, a highly sought antique or collectible. What can you tell us? Um, well, it's interesting. Uh, the things I've seen, <laughs> I've sent uh, a Tarang and Colac 1953 football record. And what was nice about this one is that uh, uh, I got a big stack of them and bought them ages ago from someone, and a, a young lady rang me to say that her grandfather had played for Colac in the 1950s. Would I have, for his 90th birthday, would I have a football record? Not only did I have one with him in, but I had the one from the week following where he was judged the best on the ground oh, from the previous week. That's brilliant. 
and I charged the 20 bucks for each of them. And she she actually contacted me later and said it was like he'd won Tats Lotto. Oh, oh, I love hearing that. So it's a football record from 1953, the year the Korean War ended. It's Tarang yep. v. Kolak. Rick, um, yep. you're from that part of the world, roughly speaking. Are they, are they bitter rivals? Oh... Well, not anymore, because Colac joined a, uh, a league in Geelong uh, oh, that later okay. on. Yeah. This was in the Hampton League of the day, which right. was called Hampton, and it ran from, I think the furthest one was Portland, and the furthest one that was, let me get this right, west, and the furthest east was Colac. Oh, okay. But Colac later on joined another comp. But yeah, uh, they were, at the time, they were, they were fierce rivals, but uh, the nice part was that he was... We had the two of them, and the next week he was adjudged the best on the ground from the oh, previous week. So yeah. he was wrapped. He was absolutely excited about it. That is a Lovely great story. Um, yep. Now, where we talk premiers, or you know, and the song it references premiers will be this year. You've got a cap uh, from oh, how old is that? Nineteen twenty. Now Richmond joined the 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 VFL as it was at the time in nineteen hundred and eight. And by 1919, they'd w- they won their first premiership. 1920, they won their second. And what they used to do uh, for the players who won the grand final, they would present them with a cap, almost like a schoolboy's cap, I suppose, except on the front it's got this beautiful insignia saying Richmond... Um, and, uh, 1920, and they were the, for the for the prim- they won the premiership, and this person's I think grandfather played for the team, and it's coming up for auction Ooh, I believe. Okay. Uh, very shortly, and I would expect it to get I should think close to fifteen thousand dollars. That's a beauty. Oh, and, and it's in very good nick. That is a it is, is a beautiful. It item. is. It's really excellent. I've done quite a few valuations at footy clubs, and they were they were made of silk. And they tended to, to split just above that little peak at the front. They've split above that. But this one is in pretty nice condition, it has to be said. Uh, yeah, I think it will bring a big price in auction. I understand it's being auctioned in the next uh, next few weeks. Two more items to go. All the items we're talking about can be found on the Australia Overnight Facebook page. I'm talking to Rick Milner about collectibles and antiques. Rick, um, uh, you probably wouldn't see this sort of cartoon around, unfortunately. Um, it, you know, it's something that valorises, uh, well, chivalry and uh, you know, male bravery. Um, it's a comic from uh, what the fifties? Classic, classic comics. Now, <laughs> they they did all of the classics in comic form. Now, I do I, I, I do remember that somebody in school got a glowing uh, report for the for the. Um, essay they'd done on on Hamlet and uh, they got an A and the, <laughs> they'd read the comic they didn't bother reading <laughs> Hamlet the whole works by Shakespeare they read the, the they read the <laughs> oh, good on them and uh, apparently they were the these classic comics were the bane of school teachers because people the students they're smart they took the shortcut they said, why do I, why do I want to read a 200-page book when I can read it in a comic? And uh, I remember this person apparently admitted not to the teacher but to other students, yeah, I got it out of the comic book. Why would I read that book for? Why? Why would I do that? <laughs> that was a pretty exciting one. And um, all of, you can imagine that every classic, uh, Tom Brown's school days, all of those things, they all came out in comic form. They're only about $10 a piece. They're pretty cheap. But they're still out there, and but I do remember that one in particular. It was very funny. Now um, the last one, the last one, is, is some, 
some, a fellow, I, I knew this guy who was rather partial to items that relate to um, to aeroplanes, and I happened to be in Warrnambool at a 101st birthday party, and um, I went to a kind of a, it was kind of like a, um, would a junk shop be fair? No, no I wouldn't say, but perhaps, that, well, they, were, they were volunteers, and I said, how much are these little booklets here? And they said, oh, I think they're $10 each. Well, I took some pictures and sent to this this uh, friend of mine. And um, when I went to went there to buy them after he said, yes, I'd like those, I, I pulled out 30 bucks and took them to the counter. And, and she said, oh, I think I think it was Doris. And she made a mistake. They're $40, $40 each. 40? So that was the end of that. And I suppose they'd be still sitting there if anybody is brave enough to pay that sort of price for these little. They were, they were, I guess, used by pilots. They were, as they kind were, of, as yes. Kind of reference. They were. They were put out by the manufacturer or the Ministry of Supply or you know whichever government um, agency had Department. the the, mm. the authority to uh, greenlight production of the aircraft. But they were vital. You, there's no way you were getting into the cockpit without being you know full bottle on on everything no. in the pilot's <laughs> notes, especially with a, nice. a jet like the Meteor. I Many ideas were great, you know, but uh, <laughs> they went from uh, from um, ten dollars on a. Friday to forty dollars on no, the Saturday. That, that's so, too much. It, that, seriously, it was, that is too much. It was a bit too much. Yeah. So they'll still be sitting there. So if anybody's in, in uh, Warrnambool and they want to know where they are, I can tell them exactly where they are. In this funny old shop. But they're volunteers. I mean, they're people who just, you know, they don't quite know at all. Anyway, no. if anybody has any of the things we've talked about and they would like to contact me, do it after I've had my beauty sleep, because I need a lot of that. And uh, the number is 0418-339-103. And if you miss it, uh, 0418-339-103, I'll be uh, happy, to, happy to speak to you at 10 o'clock in the morning. We have a what's on just before Let's we Let's hear it, Rick. Um, as an Australian pottery, art and collectibles, um, at a, it's a big market day at um, Campbell's Creek. Now, Campbell's Creek is where Dustin Martin played his very first junior football, as it happens. Sacred. And uh, it's just out of um, uh, just out of Castlemaine, and, and it's at the Campbell's Creek Community Hall, 8th of April. Now, I've got a couple of people to contact, Brian or Red, but do it through me, and I'll give you their details, and you can find out more. But it's terrific. I've been there a couple of times, and I loved it. I think there's lots of things in my line, and collectibles and so forth. I've got heaps and heaps, and, so, and it's a terrific day. Elizabeth Street and Campbell's Creek at the Community Hall. Anybody wants any information, give me a call on that same number, 0418 339 103. You cannot beat regional Victoria when it comes to collectibles and antiques and all that sort of stuff. It is the place to be. Rick, thank you for that, and we'll chat to you in a week's time. That sounds good. Good, Tony. All the best. Back in a moment.